welcome to the Diary of a Sales Expert podcast. My name's James White, and I'm on a mission to help business owners and sales professionals all over the world get incredible sales results. So thanks for listening, and let's get started. So I have a very simple question for you as a business person or sales professional, and that's this. Are you a sales hunter? or a sales farmer. So in this episode, I'm going to talk a lot about the difference between a sales or farming and hunting, and what is the difference, and what you need to do to maybe decide if you're one or the other, and ideally if you're both, then amazing. Uh, but what is the difference in the two? Why is it important? Um, and especially if you're in a, biz- a business owner and looking to bring someone on board, it's really, really key that you understand the difference so you can work out what you need to achieve. And if you are a either one of those, um, what can you do to develop skills in the other area? So, uh, what do I mean firstly by a sales hunter or a farmer? And this is a term, I'm not sure, quite sure where it got uh, created from, but it's a term that is uh, was coined by someone in relation to the different types of sales roles and activities that people have. And people think that sales is all of the same. Everyone in sales is the same. And of course, that is the case. Sales is all always about taking orders and taking business and winning business and winning new opportunities. But the core difference mainly between a sales hunter and a farmer is a hunter will specifically go out and find new opportunities that they can go and work with and they will hunt down and hunting is sometimes the phrase that we use for is like a hunter might go out to hunt something in 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 the wilderness they will go and hunt down the opportunity and are quite relentless and focused on winning that that piece of business and hunting down their prey and uh, sales hunters are a specific type of person and individual, and we'll talk about that in a moment. But they are—they are focused on finding um, opportunities that aren't, if you like, in in obvious places. They've got to go and hunt. They've got to go and search. They've got to go and dig. They've got to go and spot the opportunity. And that means they've got to take different types of actions than what necessarily a sales farmer would do. So, what is a farmer? A farmer is someone that is more open to farming the crops. So if you imagine a traditional farmer, the farmer will put some seeds in and, um, but they, it's, you know, it's just quite a standard process. Um, they've got the ground that they've got in place and they are able then to, if you like, six months later or however long later it is, you know, take some steps to then harvest their crop and to, 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 to pick up on whatever they've grown. And, Sales farmers are people who will feel comfortable engaging with existing clients and uh, people they've already got, leads that are already there, maybe warm leads, leads that have come in. In other words, the difference between a farmer and a hunter is a it's a dynamic and a type of individual. Hunters generally are focused on engaging in colder situations. They're engaging with people that are brand new leads. They're having to go and f- find their own opportunity in business. Whereas farmers are people that are more if you like taking what's there, they, 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 they're, they're servicing and looking after the crop that's sort of been, been, been put forward. And of course they still have to, you know, harvest the crop. If they don't cut down the crop or, you know, take the strawberries or whatever's grown, then the chances are those are going to go bad. But the reality is they haven't had to go through the work of trying to find the place to grow them in the first place and, and put everything in place to, to get it done. They're harvesting what's already there. And, and what you, I often see, and when I talk to and engage with so many different sales, people. I generally have a little look at the person who they are. And I can generally make quite a good 
guess an indication of of what people's characteristics and styles or what what type of um, salesperson they are based upon their, their styles and 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 if you can and 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 one of the things that I'm going to you know share with you from today's episode is if you can become you know the, you know if you imagine a scale of let's say 1 to 10 with 10 being you know a hunter and 1 being a farmer the very best salespeople will ideally be you know in the sixes the sevens or the five sixes and sevens area or four five six and seven in the middle part so they understand that they've got to do some farming but they're also prepared to do some hunting as well to go and make sure that their business and their pipelines and what they're doing is is full and you know the ultimate hunters the number tens those people could be quite cutthroat and ruthless they're probably there are probably sales training programs out there that you know you will see them marching and mantras and i'm an expert and you know i'm not going to be overcome and you know i'm going to talk to anyone I'm never going to give up. And these are people that sometimes their emotional intelligence levels can be, you know, a little bit questioned because they are so relentlessly focused on doing things to engage with new people. Um, and, and they, they will hunt down opportunities. And if you can have a salesperson that's in that, in that sort of way, who's able to pick up a list, list of 50 people or take a list of 50 uh, opportunities that no one's ever spoke to before and get on the phone and speak to those people and feel comfortable handling that initial call or that initial engagement without worrying about the reaction that they're going to get, knowing that out of those 50, they might get three or four people that say, yeah, they're interested and, and I love that. That's a sales hunter. And uh, if you've got a sales hunter mentality, then I can tell you now, I'll, I'll definitely find your work. Let me know if you haven't got a job right now and you're a sales hunter and you're open to learning and adjusting your, your skills, I'll find you work because there is a dearth of, there, there is a lack of, of sales hunters that people will go out and find those opportunities and be able to make the calls and have the conversations with people um, in, in, in that way. Whereas sales hunters are generally, you know, they're farming opportunities. They're farming opportunities from existing clients. When I used to work in the IT space, there was some big distribution companies and the distribution companies would have people that would sit at the end of the phone and their job would be to ring all of the resellers that they'd already had conversations with and just find out how things were going and see if they needed any help. The, the customer, the company was already existing customer. They hadn't bought from that organization for, for a few weeks, but it, they were farming an opportunity that was there. Or another example of farming is that they will talk to existing in company customers to see if they can do more business with that company. So they tend to be what I would call account managers, people that are there servicing the existing business to see if there's more they can be done with it, rather than necessarily trying to find new opportunities and new business. And in all businesses, we need to try and have a mix of both. We do need those people that are happy to be able to farm, who can engage, who can maybe focus on some of the more customer service angle elements involved in a sales conversation, such as when products haven't been delivered or services haven't been delivered and managing that relationship and ensuring everything's okay. But you also need to have some people in your business that are comfortable to go out there and win new business and to find new opportunities and to hunt down areas that you can then go and win, you know, win business in. And if you don't have anyone, and in my experience, we tend to see an awful lot of people that absolutely love being a farmer. They love doing the simple parts of selling, which is having conversations and doing things in a, in a certain way. And, you know, those sort of things that those sort of things are, are really quite easy. But what you, what you will see is the hunters are, are the people that, um, they're a different type of breed of salesperson and they can be in high demand because if you have got someone that's able to pick up the phone and talk to someone that they've never met before and have a conversation and deal with the rejections that, that comes from that type of targeted new calling, then um, it, it's a different, it's a different element. So a couple of things for you to think about. If you're, if you're a salesperson right now, ask yourself the question, 
where are you most most comfortable? Are you most comfortable following up on leads and opportunities that are existing there, leads that have come into the business, inbound leads that marketing have generated? Are you, is that where you prefer to be? Or are you the sort of person that likes to go and find opportunities? You're a salesperson that's got a target and you're going to make your target happen come what may, and you're going to go and win your business and you're going to go and make you know the number happen, even if the leads aren't there. You know, If your ship hasn't come in, you're going to swim out to it and you're going to go and find those opportunities. Are you that type of person? In which case, then you're more of a hunter. And in which case, then there are some different skills and ways in which you can learn to develop your craft. If you're a business owner, and a lot of business owners will say to me, oh, I, do, I don't want to do any calling. I don't want to engage with people I don't know. I don't want to reach out to people I don't know. But if they don't come to you, if you're not generating leads, then what option have you got? So maybe ask yourself the question, how many leads are coming through at the moment? How often are you engaging with those leads? If they're not coming through, then you've got to go out there and find them. And that's going to involve you learning some hunting skills. And when I talk to people about hunting skills and reaching out and targeting people that are brand new, there are six methods that you can do this with. So six methods in total. I won't go through them all today because we don't have time in the podcast, but that's through doing calling you can pick up the phone and speak to people you can email them although by the way let you know let me know uh, i'll let you know email people get so many emails email is the the numbers of response rates are small social media so direct messages on so you know linkedin or instagram or facebook you can do video messages so you can do video messages to send to people on linkedin or other tools that are using tools like loom you can also do direct mail so send in a letter or any a card in the post something that's physically you know an item that they can actually receive or the final thing is you can do it face to face you can go and see someone maybe at an event or you can knock on their door um uh, which is another method but again some of these some companies now won't allow people in if they don't have appointments and the such like but the point being is if you want to learn how to hunt i've got a specific series of materials on my website and resources reach out to me and i'll share with you how you can learn to hunt more effectively but if you're a farmer there is different methods about doing it how do you handle inbound leads effectively how do you make sure that you're responding to people how do you make sure you're asking the right questions to know what that potential or that client is doing right now so you can do some further business with them so you know and if you're neither by the way if you're not a farmer or a hunter then I'd let me know what you are because I don't know what you are because that's a new area for me. And most, most people, if you mark yourself, get that scale out. If you, if you drive and obviously don't, but if you, if you're not driving, put your, put a scale on a piece of paper on one to 10 of what it is that, you know, with one being you really don't want to engage with anyone you don't know and you want to farm the opportunities that are there and 10 being you can't wait to speak to people you don't know, even if they're going to tell you to go away and bugger off. So what scale are you at? And if you're a business owner listening to this and you're thinking, Oh, I want to appoint a salesperson. My question to you and my key point to you is this really think clearly about what it is that you need. You have lots of inbound leads coming in, opportunities that you want to bring on board that you then need just someone to engage with, which is probably more around the farming area. Or do you don't have those leads coming in, but you want to generate the business and you need to get a hunter because there is a massive difference in the type of salesperson that you bring on board. And if you bring on board a farmer, expect them to hunt, they don't do the job, you're going to waste time and waste money and, and, and I don't want that to happen for you. And also if you bring on board a hunter who whose job it is to farm and you're just giving them a client a client accounts to engage with, they're going to get bored and probably leave. So have a little think about where, if you're a salesperson listening to this, where are you on the scale? And if you're a business owner, what is it you want to achieve in your business? Is it farmers you want to bring on board or is it hunters? But know the difference, identify what you require, know there is a different way in which them, but they'll both operate. And if you can understand which one is right for you or which one you're best suited for, if you're a farmer, great, make that's your career, I understand that, but try and build some of those skills, try and move to that middle of the scale, try and be in a position where you can show, especially if you're looking for new opportunities, that you can go out and win business that hasn't been already found for you or put on a plate for you 
that's why hunters are in demand because even though sometimes they're, they can be a bit more arrogant and overconfident, they have the ability to go out and find new business that no one else has won before. And for companies that want to grow and achieve success, that's an amazing skill to have. So let me know. Are you a farmer or a hunter or both? If you're, if you're a bit of both, amazing. It's what, uh, it's what we like to see. Um, and if you want to develop your skills and improve in both areas, let us know as well. There's lots of resources we can share with you that can help you get to, 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 to become better at both, um, to manage those inbound leads as well as the finding the outbound leads and opportunities and hunting down new opportunities. But let us know either way. But the key thing is know what you are, know where you're best at. Uh, and especially if you're a business owner, know where you need to, to hire in order to get the right results. So that's the story to this week. As you all know, I always finish the podcast on a, a, a an episode with a, a really inspirational story. And I wanted to um, talk about uh, this week, just three guys who you might have actually seen them before. They're, I think their story is really inspirational. And I think they're called Three Dads That Walk um, is, is the name of it. They're three men, uh, Andy, Mike and Tom. And, and very sadly, all of them lost their daughters to suicide um, uh, a few years back and they created a, a walking club called Three Dads Walking to fundraise to create awareness for suicide awareness. Unfortunately, all of them lost their daughters and, you know, um, I have a very personal story about someone that committed suicide who, and I was the last person to speak to them. So I totally understand and respect, um, this, you know, it's an awful thing when, when this happens and the impact it leaves. And these guys came up with the idea of walking between the homes of where they all lived. So they walked um, a few years back between Cumbria in the UK, Greater Manchester and Norfolk. So there was literally over 550 miles um, over. And uh, well, they did, a, they did a first walk over 15 days, which raised around £800,000. And then they did a further walk over over 550 miles um, on, on October, in, in, in October on Mental Health Day. And that helped them raise over a million. So I, I just use these guys as an example of three people that use a tragedy in their own lives to help inspire other people and to ensure that other people can avoid something happening in the future. And, um, you know, have a search and three dads walking brilliant story of people that have used, um, have turned tragedy and, you know, the, the personal feelings they were going through into inspiring and helping other people. So that's my inspirational story for this week. Hope you like it. If you do have a look at them and maybe if you feel compiled and, and compelled, then, um, then maybe don't have a look at their donation page and see if you can help them raise awareness as, as they are trying to do and, and to, to stop that issue from happening. But, um, but a great inspirational story to help us all. That's a good way to finish on, on the podcast. Let me know, let me know if you're a farmer or hunter. I'd love to know, but the key thing is be one or the other or be both. But uh, whatever you do, have a great sales week. Be strong, be successful, serve well, and I'll see you next week. Take care. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you've enjoyed. If you have, please subscribe to the podcast. It helps us ensure more people can get the insights and ideas they need to get incredible sales results. Look forward to seeing you on the next episode.